1: Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
0: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th.
2: Tonight, Jessica Simpson's diet pill addiction.
3: That allowed me to drink more.
2: And plastic surgery confessions.
3: The tummy tucks were back to back.
2: How this Mom Jean moment brought her to tears. Then Shannon Doherty on facing death after her cancer returns. You are always suspecting that this is going to happen. Plus, Pilot Pete in the E.T. hot seat. Oh, boy. Speaking out on The Bachelor's behind-the-scenes drama. That was insane. Then, our Brad Pitt week continues with the love triangle that divided Hollywood.
0: I steal hearts.
2: And Jamie Lynn Sigler is here to co-host.
4: E.T. starts right now.
2: Jessica Simpson reveals the depths of her substance abuse. What a day you picked to join us, Jamie (laughs) Lee.
4: Yes, but I love Jessica.
5: I think
2: she's so brave. Mm -hmm. She
5: really is. And she's such an open book, much like you are. And Brooke Anderson got right to the heart of one of Jessica's toughest struggles.
6: When you were at the height of your substance abuse, what were you taking?
3: It was—it was really just like diet pills. It was—it was something that I had been taking for 20 years that allowed me to drink more. I think than the other people that would pass out. <laughs> um, like, because you had the stimulants I had in the your stimulant, system, and then, yeah, yes. and then and then the alcohol.
6: How did you manage to build a, a billion-dollar fashion empire with this going on behind the scenes?
3: You know, I was still present. Like, I was still alert. I was able to function.
6: Jessica says her stimulant abuse started at the age of 17. That's when the then 118-pound teenager was told by an executive on the day she signed her record deal to lose 15 pounds. By the time her single, Irresistible, was released in 2000, she had withered down to a mere 103 pounds. Talk to me a little bit about that journey and the diet pills and the body image pressures that you faced for years.
3: I mean, the body image pressures, they never go away because so many people focus on it. But it was always about my look, whether it was, you know, not covered enough or covered too much.
6: Then in 2009, while dating NFL star Tony Romo, Jessica's life was upended by two words, mom jeans.
3: The jeans were a size 25 waist. I was about 120 pounds when those photos were taken.
6: In Jessica's audiobook, she breaks down recalling how her
3: body became a punchline around the world it showed me dumping Tony to be with my true love, Ronald McDonald. That caricature became how I saw myself, even as I tried to remain body positive about everybody else. The criticism didn't stop after
6: Jessica became a mom. She admits to having had two tummy tucks after Maxwell and Ace were born.
3: I had skin and like stretch marks because I had Uh, two babies back to back. When I get pregnant, I blow up. I don't know what it is, but I just blow up. I mean, people think right now, like, oh, she snapped back. I did not snap back. I, I wish I just snapped back, but I worked my butt off, you know, and this time I'm not drinking. So uh, that was a lot of calories, you know.
6: How will you help your own daughters not succumb to the same body image pressures that you did?
3: I know that my daughter will face those things. We pray for the mean girls at school.
6: Yes. <laughs> Jessica is finally at peace with her body and says writing open book has helped find her her Voice again. I
5: am more than
6: so much so, she's releasing
3: her first new music in 10 years along with the memoir. There are six songs, and I'm not with a record label anymore, so I'm able to give that to the fans the way you want to. You're yeah. the boss. The way, Anybody it's, telling, it's you exactly. telling me
6: what to wear? Exactly. Nobody's telling me what to wear, how to
3: look, uh, you know, and um, how to be because I just know now.
4: Oh, girl, it's feeling liberated. Yes. I can't wait.
3: All right,
2: let's move on. Yesterday, Shannon Doherty shared the devastating news that her cancer has returned.
4: She actually kept it a secret for more than a year, and Shannon's revealing why and so much more.
1: I haven't found my path and my peace.
2: Shannon says her cancer has spread to her lymph nodes and bones. It's now at stage four, the most serious stage, and Shannon can feel a shift in how people react to her.
3: They look at you like you're dead man walking.
2: The 48-year-old 90210 star was initially diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015.
1: I had definitely convinced myself that I had beaten it.
2: So why did Shannon, who's kept this diagnosis secret for more than a year, share her story with ABC News now? I want to control the narrative. Shannon knew that these court documents where she's suing her insurance company were about to be made public.
3: I'd rather people hear it from me. I don't want it to be a court document. I want it to be real and authentic.
1: And more sad news. Movie icon Kirk Douglas has died. He was 103 years old.
2: You should always think that there are things that you must keep striving for, things that you haven't done, uh, things that you would still like to do. And that's how, that's how one's life should be lived.
3: I can beat him. You know I can beat him.
1: Douglas was far more than just an actor. He was also a producer, a philanthropist, best-selling author, husband, and proud father to four sons. Michael was his oldest.
5: What's the best advice that your father ever gave you?
4: Whatever you do in life, do it as, as with full commitment.
5: All right, let's switch gears now to the Royals. It has been a little bit quiet on the Megxit front. We haven't heard or seen Harry
4: or Meghan lately, but we did spot Harry's dad, Prince Charles, with another California girl.
5: Yeah, the future king of England is pretty tight with pop star Katy Perry. The Prince of Wales announced Katy is now an ambassador of the British Asian Trust's Children's Protection Fund for India. The 35-year-old who's engaged to a Brit, fellow UNICEF ambassador Orlando Bloom, has always been fond of India. She and ex-Russell Brand tied the knot there in 2010, and through her charity work, Katie's dedicated to stopping human trafficking in that country. I've been on the field and seen in real time the vulnerabilities of children that are innocent that need our help. And yesterday, Prince William and Kate were picking up the raw slack since Megxit, attending several charity events in Wales. It's been 16 days and counting since Harry and Meghan were last seen in public, and ET has learned they have local residents in Canada to thank. A protective tarp now covers the gates of their rented $14 million dollar Vancouver Island mansion within the town of North Saanich. A source tells ET that since local businesses were getting inundated with requests for details about the royal couple, the community has banded together to protect their privacy. Well, there's hardly any privacy when you're on The Bachelor. And look, after the last episode, us members of Bachelor Nation, we had some questions.
4: So many, Mm -hmm. and I wore my Bachelor rose red for you today. (laughs) So good thing Lauren Zima is with the source who has all the answers. Hi, guys. Thanks, ladies. I am here with the man himself, Pilot Pete. Peter, I have so many questions, so we're going to dive
7: right in. Let's do it. Let's do
1: it. Let's dive. There's been a lot of reaction about your group of women overall. Oh really?
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm shocked. Her.
1: A lot of the fan viewer reaction is that this is maybe the cattiest, most dramatic group of women ever on the show. She's a dramatic I never said popping pills. I just wish that you would be honest and leave.
7: Yeah, I would probably agree at this point. There is so much that I didn't know, obviously, was going on. Like, that last confrontation with uh, Tammy and, and Sydney. Like, that's, honestly, that's a little too much.
1: Shut Who are you most interested to ask a couple questions
7: to? (laughs) Oh, boy. Probably Sydney. She never came off to me the way that I was kind of seeing how she acted with with some of the women, you know, when I wasn't there.
1: If you said that way one more time, I'm gonna lose (laughs) on you. What do you think of people allegedly went to high school with her sharing these yearbook photos, saying she was a popular girl, not the victim of bullying that she claimed? I ate my lunch, like, literally, in the bathroom stall my whole senior year. No. She's defended her story, but what do you think of all that?
7: I don't necessarily think that she was lying like with her not going to some of the high school dances. I believed her on that. Um, I guess some of the pictures came out were about her just uh, in a beauty pageant.
1: By the way, a photo has surfaced of Sydney and Hannah next to each other in high school. What I, did you know about their past? I
7: didn't know. I knew that they were both from Alabama. I had no idea that they went to the same high school.
1: Literally standing next to each other in a yearbook before
7: that's, that's crazy. Have you talked
1: to I, Hannah about it?
7: I haven't, no. Um, but... <laughs> so you did not know? I didn't know, okay. but I realized, like, I had obviously had to think for, like, Alabama girls, and yeah. You are the best kiss here. Stop!
1: Peter, thanks for being here, but there might be one bachelor with even more relationship drama than you, Brad Pitt. I'm
7: really excited to be here, thank you.
1: Team Jen versus Team Angelina, inside the love triangle of all love triangles.
0: It's just a daily thing.
1: Then two former Sopranos make their TV return. I have to say it's refreshing. Edie Falco like you've never seen her before as Jamie Lynn
4: Sigler takes us back to her 21st birthday. Well, I'm 21, so I'm ready to go and have a nice glass of wine. My mind is blown right now.
5: Edie Falco's breaking the glass ceiling as LA's first female this chief of police in her new man. CBS series, Tommy.
1: I am from New York. Some people even say I have an accent. Who <laughs>
5: knew? <laughs> the show is set in LA but shot in New York so she can be home with her two kids. We have a truck with four
1: palm trees and you know, we, we stop and we take them out and put them in front of the place where we're shooting. So far,
5: I don't know, I'm
4: I'm buying it.
5: Edie's new role has her enforcing the law instead of breaking it. Both Nurse Jackie and Carmela Soprano fell a little short on morals.
4: What are you doing?
5: Getting my wine in position to throw in your damn face. I have to say it's refreshing to be on this side of uh, the law.
4: Man, I know when you were young, you looked up to her. Oh, I just watching that, I could watch her forever. I miss her so much. She's so incredible. And speaking of watching, we can all now watch you because you have a brand new movie coming out, The Neighbor in the Window. Lifetime has the best movie titles, but this one is like ripped from the headlines. Yes, this legit happened okay take a look
1: I'm so embarrassed that dress looks so good on you so I went back the next day and got it and I never dreamed we would wear them on the exact same
0: day
4: (laughs) great minds must think alike yeah it's just like the first clue like maybe this person ain't so cool not so cool (laughs)
5: in the essence of coolness ET we went deep in the vault was actually with
4: you on your 21st Birthday. What? Well, I'm 21, so I'm ready to go and have a nice glass of wine and relax at this party and enjoy it. Okay, we're ready. We're all done. Let's go party. My mind is blown right now. First of all, I don't even remember that. Second, I a nice glass of wine and relaxed at the party. Who was I? Such <laughs> an old lady. You
5: are so busy. You have so much going on. Acting, your hit podcast, Mama Said. You're an advocate for MS Research, and you're also about to be a momager. You have two young boys, and one of them is interested in a job here. And we're always looking for a fresh new talent. So I want everyone to check out his reel.
4: Hello, my name is Bones. Right now, I'm going to show you my Playmobil things that I made. How about like the boogers on his shirt at the bottom? Like, really keeping it real. Like, what life is like at home with this these This is boys. showbiz, kid. This is showbiz. We love chatting with you. Thanks for being here. Thank and we you. also
5: caught up with another star, Will Ferrell, where we uncovered he also has a hidden talent.
4: Yoli,
6: lolly, 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 lolly. Oh, oh, oh.
5: Will hits the slopes with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, why they're lashing out in our interview. We're both gonna fire our representatives. Right. Then we uncover lost Brad Pitt footage, what you never knew about his infamous love triangle and his bromance with George Clooney.
3: Jennifer Aniston, or me? Former sexiest man alive.
5: Like
6: this. Huh? Happy My family. family. My cannot,
5: please. please look into the camera. Please Why just smile. You.
6: Did you learn how to yodel while you were in the Alps for this? Well, I have a terrible cold, <laughs> but it goes sort
5: of like Yoly.
6: Yoly lolly lolly
5: hoo
6: Oh Hey, what happened? Wow. I just <laughs> got better. Thank you yeah. very much, Dayquil. Our two favorite yodelers, Will Farrell and Julia Louis-Dreyfus team up to play a not-so-happy couple in the snowbound comedy, Downhill. But we were surprised to learn this is the first time they've ever worked together. What's that about?
5: Well, don't well we don't know, no. and we're both gonna fire our representatives right. as a result of that they fact.
0: They really messed up.
5: Because they screwed up. Anyway, so we're looking for representation, <laughs> new
4: representation, both Will and I are,
2: we're, if anyone's uh, we're, interested. We're
0: out there, out we're there. available. <laughs>
6: Their marriage is challenged when an avalanche crushes any hope for a happy family vacay and Will leaves his family stranded. Can you run in ski boots? Not very
5: well.
2: Boom, exactly.
5: Regardless, I wouldn't leave my family to die.
4: That's boom.
2: My question is, in real life, would Will's boys leave him up on the hill?
4: That's a good question.
2: Downhill hits theaters, Valentine's Day. Meanwhile, we are now just four days away from the Oscars.
4: Yes, and I think it's going to be a pretty good night for Brad Pitt.
2: A lot of folks rooting for Brad. They, They want him to win, and all week long we've been chronicling Brad's Oscar evolution. Tonight, our look back on the decade that gave us one of the most iconic love triangles in Hollywood history.
4: But kicked off with Brad and Jen's epic I do's.
2: It was the wedding of the century, 200 guests including David Arquette and Courtney Cox, Cameron Diaz and David Spade. Watch Brad and Jen say I do with the help of a gospel choir and fireworks show off the Malibu coastline. This was a wedding for the ages. <laughs> The newlyweds made their debut five weeks later at the Emmys, Brad sporting a necklace with Jen's name on it.
7: I'm really excited to be here, thank you. And she's no man. be Yeah, that's right, yeah, I'm ecstatic.
2: The pair was Hollywood's most successful couple. Brad had earned a reported 40 million the year before, and Jen was about to earn a million per episode for Friends.
3: We can do it all, we're sl- we'll sleep when we're 80. All right. all right. All right, babe.
7: I tell you I love my wife.
3: Brad Pitt, I love you.
2: But not long after his I do's, someone else walked into Brad's life.
7: Hi, huge fan, huge, huge, huge fan.
2: (laughs) Was this Hollywood's first bromance?
3: Jennifer Aniston, or me? Former sexiest man alive.
4: Have you ever stolen anything, ever?
3: I steal hearts. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Uh, Don't don't you think, though,
5: he should finally join the married
3: crowd?
7: I've been married, man. I was there first. Uh, (laughs) Come on, you should join the divorce
2: crowd, you guys. It's really fun. (laughs) In 2005, Brad and Jen announced their separation just one week before they took their final vacay to the Caribbean. At the time, many wondered if Brad's sweatshirt was a message about how he was feeling. Then, five months later, the world saw Brad and Angelina Jolie light the screen on fire in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The world was divided. You were either Team Jen or Team Angelina. Later that same year, Brad and Angelina made it official, and by the end of the decade, he was a dad of six.
3: I don't know how you can be gorgeous every time you show up for these and have the kids around the house all morning. The dress
2: goes on last minute. We've
3: gone out peed on without people (laughs) knowing. (laughs) It's
2: a part of parenthood. We've all been there. Um, Now, tomorrow, the highs and well-publicized lows for Brad and Angelina and the career comeback that led to Oscar. Now to tonight's E.T. Birthdays. Jamie
4: Lynn, since you're here, we're going to let you do the honors. All right. Which crazy rich Asian star once worked as a hairdresser? Is it Henry Golding, Constance Wu, or Aquafina? The answer when we come back.
2: In our ET birthdays, which crazy rich Asian star once worked as a hairdresser?
4: Mm, that is Henry Golding, who turns
5: 33 today. Henry's shooting a movie in Japan, but he told us how he plans to celebrate.
0: I'll be spending it probably in some insane karaoke joint in Osaka somewhere.
5: He also told us his go-to karaoke song is Faith by George Mm. Michael, a great song.
2: (laughs) And make sure that you watch The Neighbor in the Window this Saturday on Lifetime. It's good and it's creepy.
5: It is very creepy. And tomorrow, Fran Drescher is our guest co-host from New York with Rachel Smith. And tonight, Rachel hits the runway at the American Heart Association's Go Red
4: for Women Red Dress Collection Fashion Show, which you would look great in. in Yes, and she took us inside her dress fitting. Bye. Bye everybody. Hey. Hey.
5: Hey. Looking stunning in red is nothing new for Rachel. That's what she wore when she was crowned Miss USA. But now it's a tough choice between open back or sleek mermaid style. This is very boom, y'all. Complicating the decision, Rachel's catwalk companion, King. He was best in show at the Westminster Dog Show. Like King, over the shoulder, over the shoulder. Over the and it's all for a good cause, raising awareness about women's heart health. Hey.